Hello, everybody. Welcome back to She Talks. It's Ale. And I know it's been a minute, everyone. I know it has been a minute since my last episode of She Talks. I think it's actually been exactly a month now. And first off, want to apologize. Second off, let me just give you a rundown on my life. So um, last time I made an episode was February 14th. It was for Valentine's Day. I know I posted, I think, a couple of days later or something like that. But I'm buying on episodes. And I remember in the very first episode of this year, I made a lot of resolutions to myself that I wanted to produce 33 She Talks podcast episodes this year, and that's still going to happen. What I decided to do was I'm just going to double up on some episodes for the next few weeks, if you guys are okay with that. I feel like you would be. I mean, I won't keep them as long, but so that way you guys can like have enough time to listen to them. But I'm just going to kind of give a rundown on my life. I've been super swamped with school, work sorority stuff spring break came and I went on a little vacation San Diego to go visit my dear friends from Point Loma I love all of them and had almost been a year since I'd seen them last so it was very much needed and I've been taking a lot of time for myself but something that I did realize that I do love all the time is this podcast and immersing myself into the social media of this podcast and promoting this podcast and just getting this podcast to reach the people that need it. And when I say promote, that's what I mean. I don't care about popularity. I don't care about listeners. I care about listeners in the way that I want it to reach the people that need me or need to hear what I have to say. Because I know if I were to stumble across a podcast similar to mine when I was going through shit at a younger age or at a different age, I would find it really beneficial and I know that just goes for myself and maybe some people I don't know maybe I'm not as beneficial to others but to those of you that I do help or I you do find some clarity in my words I want to thank you and I I hope you appreciate um these episodes because I'm really speaking to you and I want to help as many people as I can just find an outlet that they can relate to on a daily basis so she talks is taking a little bit of a hiatus, but she is coming back. I am here. I've always been here. I do not ever stop thinking about she talks. And it was crazy because, you know, I've been needing some clarity in my life. I've had so much like bottled up in my head and so many ideas and so many concepts and things I need to talk about. But I was like, I just need to sit and talk. And it's funny because I was just like, well, duh, dude, like do your podcast. But it's so weird because I get so many inklings of time where I can record but it just isn't enough time to sit and record and today I just finished class about 30 minutes ago I have to go to work in about 40 minutes but I'm taking my time with this episode and I'm gonna do it in this space and I just know I need to sit and talk with you guys because that's what makes me the happiest and that's what really clears my mind and you know gives me good energy for the rest of my day that I can carry with myself so Today, I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on, and this is a little segment I like to do at the end of my guest interviews. I like to just get their thoughts on different topics, and it's just kind of like rapid fire, like what's the top of your head, but I also like to go in there and give you guys the chance to ask me questions about what you want my thoughts on. So about a month ago, I actually have the date right here on my camera roll, February 22nd, literally such a long time ago. Um, I went ahead and I asked you guys what you wanted my thoughts on for this episode. And so today I will be talking about everything and anything you guys submitted for me to talk about. Some of them, I also have no recollection on what they are and I've literally no idea what any of them even mean, but I looked up like one concept just so I like knew I was talking about the correct thing. Um, but yeah, let's get into it.
Um, The first question was identifying your purpose and then how to use or handle it. So I think the biggest thing that comes with at least identifying your purpose in life is that you were put on this earth for a reason. Okay, and I'm not just saying that to sound cliche or to sound whatever. Like you have a life and you're here and you're existing for a reason. And it, it use your life to your advantage. Use your life to do whatever the fuck is going to make you happy. Okay, and that's like the first thing with your purpose. It's just what makes you happy in life? I mean, I feel like so many times I've struggled so much with determining whether or not like what I want to do with the rest of my life I mean I'm a college student so obviously like that's a big concept that goes to the minds of many college students and for me I mean one of my biggest things was I wanted to be a film production major all throughout college and then I realized last semester that that's not what I wanted anymore and that I felt as though my purpose for at least my future had changed and I really sat down and I I had to evaluate what I love about my life. I love the fact that I can be there for others. I love the fact that I can be a representative of a group. I love the fact that I can, I just want to help people. Okay, that's my biggest thing. I want to help people and I want to be there for people. And so I tried to think of as many careers as I could that kind of correlated with that idea. And so I found out that you know, I'm a PR major now and being able to represent a company and being able to advocate for a company and speak on behalf of a company and just help a company in general was what I wanted to do. Or not even a company, if that, like I could even become like an agent down the line and I would love to do that as well and represent a person and help them with their career in becoming successful, if that makes any sense. But that's kind of how I identified my purpose was I had to sit down and just sit with myself and know myself and that's another big thing it's you need to take the time to invest in yourself to know yourself before you can identify what you want out of life and identify what makes you happy because if you go around your life basing it off of other people's opinions or what the trends are or what everyone you think in the world wants then you're not going to know who you are as an individual I mean growing up for most of my life I was really basing myself off of my friends and comparing myself to people online and comparing myself to what was seen as the ideals of society and I know I've gone into depth on these topics in other episodes but it's like I focused so much on what I thought other people would have wanted for me and what people would want to see from me and what people would think is acceptable but scratch all that shit out like that doesn't matter okay if you're trying to chase something that you're not you're not going to be happy and you need to go after shit that is going to make you happy and make you feel fulfilled because I remember there are so many times where I was really not trying to be someone that I wasn't but because I've never really done that but I've always been ashamed at points in my life where I wasn't the ideals of society or I would feel guilty that or I would just feel lesser than my than the people around me because I would see that they fit and conform to the ideals of society and social media and they were trendy and all that shit but I wasn't quite there yet I was something different I'm I wasn't what the ideals are but I realized that that's fine I didn't want to conform to what society was or what society had wanted from me because then that just takes out my uniqueness and I want to encourage you guys I mean I'm not saying that there's a certain set of ideals but we all know social media like which I'll get into that later as well. 
social media really takes a grab on people's mental health and how they see themselves. And it's like social media should be something fun and should be a different outlet for escape in a productive way or in an enjoyable way where some people spin it and they see it in a negative light. And what I want to say is to identify who you are and identify your purpose in life, you really need to sit and know who you are. Okay, who gives a shit about what Sally down the street likes in her like coffee in the morning, whatever. And if you don't or you know what I mean? Like who gives a shit? That's her life. Awesome. Amazing. That's what she likes to do. That's who she is. Great. Your classmate. He is like a two time like, I don't know, world champion in some shit from some other country. And he's living life. And that's what he loves. Great. That's who he is. And that's what he loves. Let him be that. Don't compare yourself to these other people around you. Because they're living their lives and maybe they're having their best lives because they're focusing on themselves and what makes them happy and what fuels them on a daily basis. And that's why it's okay to change different paths in life in order to achieve fulfillment for yourself. Okay? It's okay to try some risky, out of your comfort zone experience because by doing that, you're going to get, you know, a gauge. Okay, did I like this or did I not like this? And you're one step closer to identifying who you are as an individual. I know that was a lot of words and a lot of, and I speak really fast sometimes. <clears throat> so apologies if a lot of people probably didn't follow that. But all in all, what I'm saying is there's so much comparison that goes on on a daily basis. And I'm not saying I'm little miss perfect and that I don't do that shit. I mean, I do. There's times where I compare myself to others. There's times where I'm like, maybe I'm falling behind in school. Maybe I'm falling behind in this. Like, what do I need to do? But I also have to see at the end of the day that I'm doing the things in my life that are making me happy and that are filling my needs and what I want. And I'm following my individual perspectives, morals, and values. And that's all that matters. Because you can take as much advice and, and as many words as from me as you want. But sometimes maybe you don't even align with some of the stuff I say. But that's okay. Because at least I'm giving you a gauge. Hey, I kind of don't agree with her. This is more what I agree on. Then follow that path. Follow what you agree on. Or maybe you agree with me and maybe you understand what I'm saying about life. Then you can get a better gauge on your life and see, wow, like I align with these values. Maybe I should practice these more things in my daily life. And by doing that and identifying who you are as an individual, you will be able to identify your purpose and you will be, you will be able to know how to live your life and the decisions you make will just lead ultimately to what your purpose is here. And like I said, everyone that is on this earth, if you're listening to this, you all have a purpose. You are all here for a reason and just do that what you want, okay? I hope that gave you a little gauge on finding your purpose. Um, okay, next question is kind of a more relaxed and chill one, but it is the best matcha in Malibu. Now, okay, this is a hunt. Um, me and my roommate, Sophia, she's also the one that submitted this. Not to like out your um, question, Sophia, but it's because it pertains to the story. Me and Sophia like love matcha and we're like honestly on the hunt for a really good matcha. So I will say this. There is this one place in Point Doom um, called Cafe de la Plage. And that matcha, I tried it. And I mean, if you're out and about in Point Doom and you're needing like a good little like matcha, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this place. And don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing on them in any way, shape or form. Maybe 
like the person that made my matcha maybe like they skipped a step or something but I personally did not like my matcha from there but if you're wanting like a cute little coffee shop vibe out there I would honestly recommend going there because they do have good coffee and they have really good pastries and they have gelato which is really really yummy like I went there with my parents one time and I will forever go back and get gelato at Cafe de la Plage so they are like 10 out of 10 would recommend them for a really fun little experience but matcha wise I wouldn't truly recommend um if you're out in point doom as well and you're looking for a good matcha um honestly i would go to sun life organics i used to work there for a few weeks i if you guys have listened to my episode titled i met a celebrity question mark you would know my whole sun life story anyways um but i made matcha there one time and i drank it because obviously i had to try it and it was actually really good so point doom area i mean those are kind of the only places i've tried matcha wise so i would recommend going to sun life um, if we traveled back down to Malibu, there are a couple of hot spots that you should hit for matcha. And the two that I will say will be Jules and Watts Coffee and Blue Bottle. Um, starting with Blue Bottle, me and Sophia love Blue Bottle. Um, it's kind of bad because I've I really liked Blue Bottle and I was trying to like keep myself off of Blue Bottle because I knew I would be spending so much money when I would go there. But then me and Sophia had like a little blue bottle kick and we've I've kind of just been going there a lot and we've also just been kind of going there a lot, but I'm I don't regret it. I would go there. I honestly think I'm going to go there before I go to work today. So that's kind of funny. I'm probably going to be at Blue Bottle later. Anyways, their matcha is really good. If you don't like a super like sweet matcha, I would recommend going to Blue Bottle because they keep it tasting the most matcha-y if that makes sense. But you can also like add sweeteners in it, but I just don't think you can add sweeteners at Blue Bottle. I could also be wrong. Um, let a girl know if I am incorrect because I would love to properly inform the public. Also remember, guys, these are just my opinions. You do not need to like listen to anything I say. Um, but these are my opinions. And if you want to go ahead and try for yourself and give me your opinion so we can have fun little matcha discussions, I would truly love that. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a really good, like stronger matcha, then I would recommend Blue Bottle because it doesn't taste super sweet. And you get that true matcha taste. Um, and on the other side, if you want a little sweeter matcha, I would recommend going to Jules and Watts. It's right in the Country Mart as well. And they make their matcha really, really good. It is on the little more expensive side. But honestly, I like it for a once in a while. If you're in Malibu and you're wanting to get matcha, cool, go ahead. Um, and you could add like sweeteners into it, which is really fun. So if you do like your matcha a little sweeter and you don't want to get Starbucks matcha and add sweeteners from there go ahead and go to Jules and Watts. Um, also, a lot of people put hate on like Starbucks matcha, but I honestly like Starbucks matcha. I have no hate against it. It's quick, fast, quick and fast are literally the exact same thing. It is a fast way to get your matcha, especially when you're like mobile ordering. And you can add like fun little sweeteners. I always add chai into my matcha when I go to Starbucks. Not always. Why am I saying like I always do that? Sometimes when I go to Starbucks and I want a sweeter matcha, I will get two pumps of chai into it if you guys haven't tried that try it it's really really good but yeah those are my opinions on the best matcha in malibu okay now on to best burritos in malibu okay hands down like i just have a great answer for this it's called lily's burritos and it's in like the point doom village and lily's has been here for like years and years and years it's a cute little mom and pop shop and actually when my aunt went to Pepperdine a while back, she used to always go to Lily's with her friends. And so she talked immensely on how delicious they were. And then when my oldest brother, Mino, went to Pepperdine as well. Also, Mino is Luis for a lot of you listening. 
Um, it's funny because I'll talk about my brother Luis as Mino and like my brother Oscar as Ozzy and people just kind of get confused. So whenever I say the word Mino, that is my older brother Luis's nickname. If you want to know the story, let a girl know and I can explain that. Um, but anyways, yeah, when he was at Pepperdine, we used to eat Lily's burritos a lot. And now that I'm here, I hands down think that Lily's Burritos has the best burritos. I know there's like Malibu Country Kitchen or something like that. And I think I've had the burritos once. And honestly, they were delicious. They were really, really good. But if you are really looking for a filling, thick, like amazing and immense burrito, I would say go to Lily's. Hit up Lily's, guys, please. Lily's Burritos sponsor me. I would love that. Um... Next question is what you should and shouldn't buy at Lulu. Alrighty, so to clarify, I am an educator at Lululemon. Um, did my phone stop? Oh no, my voice memo did not stop recording. I thought I stopped recording. Um, let me preface this. I am an educator at Lululemon Malibu. And as an educator, I am not speaking on behalf of the company. I am not speaking for the company. I am not an advocate or a speaker of the company these are just my thoughts and my opinions because i am an educator i do work there but please know that on behalf of lululemon i am not speaking for them or about them they have people that do that and that is not my role but as an educator i'm just sharing my opinions so i'm gonna tell you guys about my favorite products that we have at lululemon and some of the things that i own the most of and that people kind of sleep on one of the biggest things is wonder train leggings okay a lot of people like when you go into lululemon a lot of people just like gravitate towards aligns which i will also say aligns 10 out of 10 amazing would recommend but a lot of people like to work out in their lululemon gear but working out in align leggings can be a little difficult because they are on the more delicate side they're made out of this fabric called nulu fabric which basically means it's buttery soft. It's going to give you a naked sensation feeling. And it's mainly made for performances such as like yoga, Pilates, more like on the move, like relaxing on the like lounging side, um, going to class, you know, running errands, that kind of stuff, going on a brisk walk, you know, that's where you can wear your lines and they won't get ruined. But on the other hand, before I was an educator at Lululemon Malibu, I ran in the line shorts and they pilled like crazy. That means I get like the fuzzies like in between the legs. And that's just because the product is really, really delicate. And so in order to like take care of your product and just have it last the length that it should, I recommend don't dry your Lululemon stuff and also don't run in the lines or don't do like fast movements in the lines either. But that's why I always recommend wonder train leggings because people want to look for a legging that's comfortable they can wear in class but also work out in at the same time and they won't get ruined and so wonder trains are actually really nice and i feel like a lot of people don't know about them but it's kind of what i would say a cross between what we used to have the wonder unders and align leggings because they're thick and they have a compression band like around the stomach but it's not like our tighter leggings these ones are super like it's a lighter compression, but it's going to keep you sucked in for when you do all those fast movements and high intensity movements. I've done CrossFit in these leggings. I've gone on runs in them. I sit in class with them on. I go to work in them like they're great leggings. And if you're looking for a great cross between comfort, but being able to have that compression at times and work out in them without them getting ruined, I would highly recommend Wonder Trains. Um, let's go to tops. Top wise. 
I would recommend, ooh, the Love Crew t-shirt. If you're looking for like a nice fitted t-shirt, the Love Crew is the way to go. It's a really nice relaxed fit and it also has a cute little like tapered bottom, which is really nice. If you guys want to like pull these items up as I'm talking about them so you get in like a visual, that'd be great because then you can like see. Or we have the All Yours t-shirt. It's like a nice boxy oversized shirt. And if you're looking for something that's like, it's not like super oversized, but like not form fitting, I would recommend that t-shirt. It's really cute and it goes good with like biker shorts too. Or, I mean, as everyone knows, we do have the Align Tank. I really like the Align Tank. Only thing about Align Tanks is if you have a bigger chest, um, it could feel like a little exposing. I have a bigger chest and so, um... I'm actually wearing an Align Tank right now, which is kind of funny. And I love them, but you just have to know, like, doing higher intensity workouts with them may be difficult because, A, it doesn't really keep everything locked in place. And also, it is aligned, so that means it is made out of that Nulu fabric again. So when you, like, work out in it, it's kind of abrasive, you know? Um, I hope you guys are, like, enjoying this. If you don't care about Lululemon, go ahead and skip ahead. But for those of you who care about it, which I know a lot of my friends do, um, please keep listening. I would encourage you to keep listening because I love talking about um, my favorite products. But, yeah, love the Align Tank or the Power Pivot Tank. Guys, if you do not own a Power Pivot Tank, I recommend go buy one right now. First off, it's reversible, so you get two for the price of one. There's a high neck side and there's a V-neck side. And it's nice because it has like a rib detailing. So it literally makes you look so snatched. Like anytime I wear that, I feel like a boss lady. And they come in so many fun colors. Like I have a pink blossom one and it is my favorite thing in the whole world. And last but not least, I'm going to do a jacket wise jacket, jacket wise jacket. Oh my God. Jacket wise recommendations. The two that I love are first the Nulu Define Jacket. It's the same thing as our Luan Define Jacket. The only thing with Luan, that's the same material that our old Wonder Unders were made out of, but Wonder Unders aren't really sold, and we don't typically make products in Luan anymore. So if you um, want something that's like a little tighter fitting, then I would get the Luan Defined Jacket, but I am actually wearing the Nulu Defined Jacket right now as we speak, and it's hooded, and like I said, since it's Nulu, it is buttery soft, naked sensation, and it's super, super comfy, and it's a little stretchier, and... I love this jacket because it's still a defined jacket. It's going to make you look snatched. It's the one that everyone calls on TikTok the BBL jacket, but it's called the defined jacket. Um, but yeah, I love it. I would recommend this or the scuba half zip or full zip. Those two are really nice for like the warmer, the cooler months because it's super warm, super soft and cozy and they have hoods. We're also released. There's also some that are released that are, have like funnel necks, which is really cool too. So it doesn't have the hood. It's kind of like. Just like a normal like collar but yeah those are my lululemon recommendations if you're gonna buy anything gauge those see if you like them go on into a store oh my god come visit me at work if you guys want to and i can help you guys find what products you like but yeah we all of our products i would 10 out of 10 recommend them you do not go wrong buying any lululemon product and i'm not just saying that because like i work there i'm actually saying that because i believe it i own so many different products but those are the ones that come to my mind first and if you're gonna go to lululemon and maybe you have the same workout beliefs like me and you like to use yours for working out and lounge and being comfy and warm and whatever you may see, um, those are the products I really like. So yeah. Okay. Hot takes on big trends in my opinion on euphoria and different fashion trends. Okay. Let's start with euphoria. I really like euphoria. 
Um, I'm the kind of person that I really enjoy shows with a lot of controversy and just a lot of different elements to it. I know a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings on season two. Don't worry, I'm not going to spoil anything for those of you who have or have not watched it. But I would recommend if you were not like out of high school, do not watch Euphoria. And I mean, I've also talked to plenty of high schoolers who watch it. So like, so be it. That's totally fine. There's just a lot of mature topics and a lot of different things that Euphoria speaks about that I think kids in high school maybe should wait till they're out of high school to watch. I don't know. That's my opinion. Because I know if I was in high school, I would just be like, what is going on? Um, But also I was like so different in high school. But anyways... (laughs) I would recommend wait till you're out of high school to watch it, but I I know there's people out there that watch it while in high school. Um, But yeah, I actually really like the show. I think it's interesting and I love Zendaya. So she's literally a queen for acting in that show. And okay, in the season finale episode, for those who haven't watched season two's season finale, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it. But Dominic Fike is in season two and I love Dominic Fike as an artist. So when he was in season two, I was really, really excited about it. But at the end of season two, there's a really long song that his character Elliot sings to Rue and so many people skipped it and so many people like bashed on it and they flamed it. But I loved it. I loved it to the point where I went on YouTube and I listened to the YouTube like three minute version like on repeat like every single day after that episode came out and I am obsessed with the song it is so beautiful so well written and I thought it was so tender in the moment that it was played but I know a lot of people didn't like it so that's your own opinion and I respect that of course but I loved it and please let me know like reach out to me if you also love the song because I want some people to talk to about it so many people like flamed it anyways yeah And my opinion on fashion trends, I am honestly loving the trends that have been circulating these days. Um, I feel like in the past, so many trends were happening and I was like, ew, like, I'm not about that. But also at the same time, the reason I appreciate fashion trends now is because it reveals a person's individuality because your style and who you, how you dress really embraces like who you are, you know, makes you unique. And I think when people are totally into their personal style, into how to play around with different colors and patterns and just style pieces, I think it's really cool to see that come about. I love fashion. I love learning about fashion. And I love growing my own personal style. I feel like I wear a lot of bright, bright, oh my God, I can't speak, bright and like vibrant colors. And I think it's so fun to just play around with different patterns. And I like to buy like statement pieces only because I like the difficulty of styling them, which may sound like so odd, but I love the difficulty that comes with styling different pieces <laughs> and so because I think it's fun when you can accomplish a really cool look with them and it's something unique and different that no one's really seen but so many fashion trends are just coming to life right now something that I'm really really loving is the mesh like detailing kind of stuff I think that's really dope um what else why am I like blinking on like fashion trends right now um something I'm loving too is like boho and like loose fitting clothes I mean there's like some really really wide leg pants that like I don't really mess with myself and just because I don't like the way they look on me but I mean like flowy tops I just bought this really cute pink flowy crop top from free people and I've gotten like compliments on it and that's how you know that it's like a cute fashion trend because other people like it too I don't know but 
I don't know. I feel like I just wear so much athleisure now because I work at like Lulu or I wear like sweats and hoodies all the time that when I go to class, I don't get to experiment that much with different fashion trends, but that's kind of what I'm loving at the moment. Also, what I'm loving is I'm loving like the thick heeled um, shoes, like the Versace like shoes or like, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. They're like thicker in the toe and they have like a thick tall heel. I'm loving those. I think they're really cute. I also love chunky sneakers, like chunky white sneakers, I think will always be a great statement piece and they'll always be something that I really, really love. Um, the emergence of like bodysuits. I mean, I feel like bodysuits have always been around, but like Skims bodysuits, guys, like Skims bodysuits, go cop one right now if you don't already own one. They are worth the hype. They are worth everything. But yeah, I'm really loving all fashion trends that are kind of coming about right now. Emma Chamberlain is like my icon for life and i I mean, I feel like she sets the precedent for so many different fashion trends. Ooh, loafers. Sorry, guys. That's what I want to talk about. Loafers, loafers, loafers. I love loafers. I want to buy a pair of loafers. I think loafers are so cute and so chic when you can wear them with like a skirt. You can wear them with shorts. You can wear them with a dress, jeans, like anything. Like cute, chunky black loafers are to die for, especially with like little white frilly socks like hanging out of them. I think is a really cute and like prestigious in a way look. I love how... I just I just love the look of loafers and cowboy boots. I think cowboy boots coming back in style are really cute. I used to own cowboy boots when I was like seven and I used to wear them all the time when I was in elementary school and I used to rock them. But then obviously like I grew up and my feet became like way bigger. So now I'm on the hunt for cute cowboy boots. So if you guys have any suggestions on like good quality cowboy boots and that are cute and comfortable, send them my way because I'm looking to invest in some cowboy boots. But yeah, those are my opinions on the latest trends. Um, another question are my thoughts on taking risks in college with major switching abroad and switching colleges. So obviously this has a lot, a lot of lot of personal attachment to myself because I did actually switch majors. I did switch colleges and I am going abroad. So let's talk about all of them. First, let's talk about switching colleges. I've talked about this a lot. And if you guys haven't listened to my very second episode I made for she talks called making the switch it talks about my whole entire journey of switching and transferring colleges I would truly recommend that you guys go listen to it if you're interested because I kind of talk about why I wanted to switch and why it was the best decision for me but all in all I know there's a lot of freshmen that I talk to at Pepperdine that think about wanting to switch colleges and the thing is I would never tell someone no if they want to switch because that's a personal decision and I literally did the exact same thing so there's like no hate to it at all and if you were considering switching college from where you're at right now, I encourage you to look into it, but I also encourage you to listen to what I have to say right now too. Before you decide to transfer, before you decide to switch and make a big change in your life, sit down and evaluate everything, okay? Evaluate your life at that place. Evaluate what you want to get out of that college. Evaluate the academics. Evaluate your major because that's the biggest part. And evaluate the location, okay? And that's why I want to talk about those things. First, evaluating your life there. Evaluate your social life and your friends and what you're doing on a daily basis. Because yes, obviously college isn't all about the social life. But come on, guys. Like, let's be honest. Like, a lot of us go to certain colleges for the social aspect. And at Point Loma, my old school, I actually liked my social life. I loved it. I have the best friends ever. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, I went over my spring break to visit them and spend some time with my friends from college. And that just goes to show that like I didn't leave because of the social aspect, actually. I loved it. But I mean, there were some things in the social realm 
I felt that school did lack for me was Greek life. And obviously Greek life isn't the only thing that college is about. But at least for myself, I had wanted to experience Greek life and I was curious about it. And so just the fact that like Point Loma didn't have that for me, I always kind of thought in the back of my head, like what would happen if I was in Greek life? And I don't like having regrets like that or like questions like that. So that was not like a big reason why I switched, but it was one of the minor aspects as to why I wanted to switch. It just like contributed to it was I was just curious about it. But that is not why I made my decision at all. I'm going to get into why I made my decision. Um, Two, like I said, academics. Um, Oh, and also, sorry, to go back to social life. Before you even make a switch, give that school a try. Like, give it a try. Give the people a try. And develop those relationships. Because even if you end up switching, at least you'll have some of the best friends in your life. And I can say that, like, with strong confidence, like, I did not switch because of the social aspect. Like, the social life at Point Loma is what made me want to stay. Like, I wanted to be there because of my friends. I wanted to stay because of them. Like, the people made it harder to leave. Like, I made the switch because Pepperdine's always in my dream school. The academics were really good. The location was great because it's the LA area. That's where I want to work in the future. But I'll get into that more. But let's focus back on academics. I would say do research on your major at your school that you're currently at see the statistics, see how well the program is. And if you're not getting enough out of the program you're in, I mean, that's kind of the biggest reason why you choose to go to a certain college is because of the academics and such. So I would say really do research on the academics and see if they're meeting your standards, see if they're meeting what you want to get out of a college experience academically, because that's the biggest reason why you go to college too, guys, is for the academics, is for that degree. So you can make that coin in the future with your future career. Um, and I would also say just really evaluate the location as well, because like I said, I want to work in the LA area and I know Pepperdine students have a good in with different LA people and like companies and firms and stuff. So it's kind of why I wanted to be out here too, was because I knew where I wanted to work and I knew I would have a really good chance of making connections in the LA area if I was in it. So I would say before you switch a college, really give it a chance. And that's what I do with Point Loma. I gave it the biggest chance ever. I actually switched because the academics, because my major before I switched at Point Loma wasn't the strongest and it had a stronger program here at Pepperdine. And so that's the biggest reason why I wanted to leave and why I wanted to come to Pepperdine. I mean, and now that I'm in my new major, our major is really good here too. And I have great connections in the LA area as well, career-wise and internship-wise. So it's kind of why I chose that. But yeah, that's why I would, re- would recommend that. Um, And now on to switching majors. Honestly, switching majors, you like I said in the beginning, choose and focus on what's going to make you happy for the rest of your life because a job really should be something you're enjoying and your career should be something you're enjoying. Just evaluate your needs and your wants in life and what you want to get out of your life and then that'll kind of guide you to your major. And I mean, like I said, like changing isn't a bad thing. Changing is not bad at all. It's okay to have doubts sometimes. It's okay to want something different than you've already had for so long that's fine. But the thing is, give everything a chance before you do it because making these switches are a little big at times because, you know, I mean, at least for me, like switching colleges is a big deal because it's going to change your friends, like who you are as a person, how you grow, where you're going to graduate, like a lot about your future. So I would consider those things deeply and just focus on immersing yourself in the school culture that you're already at or the major culture that you're already in before you make these big decisions, like actually give it a try, evaluate, do research on future careers, 
do the research and plan and really figure out what you want to do. And if it doesn't really align with the school or the major that you're already in, then that's when you can look at options. But not unless you fully try. Because if you don't fully try and you make these switches, you're always going to regret not giving that other thing a great chance or enough chance for you to really, really make sure that you're making the right decision for yourself. I hope that makes sense. That was the thought process that I did when switching and doing all that stuff. Going abroad, I would highly recommend it. I haven't even gone abroad yet and I already recommend it. Honestly, it allows you to like live in another place that's other than your normal culture. It broadening your horizons, meeting new people, having new experiences. And I feel like it's a really big step of being an adult is just going out on your own with classmates and your peers and just exploring somewhere new and being able to appreciate the world as a whole and just kind of get out of your own little bubble because sometimes I feel like we get so immersed in our world that we forget that there's life outside of it and there's life beyond and greater and it's really cool to just have those experiences so abroad wise I mean I can't talk highly on it because I haven't gone maybe I'll make an episode when I get back about going abroad but I would highly recommend going it and just trying it I've wanted to do it for so long like literally since I was a kid and the fact that I'm going to London this summer makes me really excited so those are my takes on that don't worry guys um we're almost done Last two things. First one, why boys move on quicker than girls? This is more relationship advice. And I mean, honestly, I don't think boys move on faster than girls, if I'm being quite honest. I think it just honestly depends on the individual. Like, some girls can move on faster than boys. Some boys can move on faster than girls. But all in all, depending on the depth of a relationship, that's what's going to determine how far along you move on if you were very invested with this person and you guys grew like a really big mutual interest into one another like obviously it'll be harder to move on but also the other person may not be showing that to you the other person may be hiding that because it's hard on them too and they don't want to reveal all their emotions because our emotions are really secret and very much applicable only to ourselves so it's kind of hard for some people to share emotions and be open and honest about it I mean I'm an open book so I mean I feel like my emotions at least for me I'm I'm really good at expressing my emotions but other people may be a little bit more difficult so I think honestly it just depends on the depth of a relationship and also if someone's moving on quicker than you then let them be let them be happy let them grow let them experience those emotions in their way and you can experience your emotions in your own way Because by comparing the way you process emotions to someone else's way of processing emotions isn't really going to help you or benefit you. It's going to make it harder in the long run because then you're going to be questioning processing of emotions, which is something I'm so adamant about having it as such an individual aspect to your life. So I would say I don't think anyone moves on faster than anyone else. I just think it depends on the depth of the relationship and who the person is as an individual and processing emotions. And if you guys would want me to like go more in depth on that, um, please ask me more questions about it because I, I like to have questions to kind of guide it. But I hope that helps on why I believe different people move on at different speeds than other people. <laughs> um, and our final uh, concept for this thoughts on section is internet addiction. And I'm very excited to discuss this because I think internet addiction is fully real. Um I mean, I think not everyone, like, I'm not going to say everyone has an internet addiction, like, that's kind of premature to say, but honestly, like, the internet has become a place where you can get so sucked into, like, you feel like you're in a different reality, like, dude, even with, like, VR these days, you guys, like, that, 
that shit's crazy. Like, my uncle has this VR headset, and I tried it on over Thanksgiving break last year. And literally, like, I got, like, lost, like, in the realm. Like, I literally felt like that's what I was watching. And it really applies to the Matrix guys, like, taking the red pill, taking the blue pill, like, literally being in the Matrix. And I always think about that all the time. I'm like, am I in the Matrix right now? Like, is there, like, a shield over my eyes? And am I, like, seeing a completely different world that's, like, not even here? So, anyways, back to internet addiction. I would say try to limit your internet consumption because... I'm trying to do that. Obviously, I'm not, like, succeeding at it, like, every day. But I would honestly just, like, advertise working on limiting internet usage because the internet can be a dark place for some people. And I'm trying to make the internet a positive and happy place through my own way. And I feel like if we all kind of just focus on that and, like, focus on using the internet in a positive way as opposed to a negative way, then the media we're going to consume will be consumed in a more positive light. And so... Internet internet addiction, oh my gosh, I can't talk. Internet addiction can be super real and it can really affect like relationships, work, health, like so many different things. And if you guys need help, if you guys need an outlet to speak to, um, maybe you can reach out to me and we can find um, some more help for you. Or if you want to just rant to me or if you want to just talk to me, I'm always here. I'm always an outlet. Please DM me, text me, call me, Snapchat me, whatever you need. I'm here for you guys. I will always be here for you guys. But yeah. Um, if you do, if you do have like, you know, a little bit more of a stronger need for help, then I would kind of maybe talk to someone in your family, someone that you find is safe and then kind of see what your next steps are. But all in all, the internet's supposed to be fun. The internet is supposed to be somewhere we can enjoy and relax. And so I would say if you're addicted to the internet and you're consuming bad media, get rid of it. And that applies to life too. Like any bad energy, anything bad in your life that you feel is like, making you feel just less and less like get rid of that shit because all you want is positive influence you want positive people positive things and you want good energy to come your way because the more good energy that you consume the more good energy you can put out and the more good energy that can be spread across the world but I would say limit internet consumption if you feel like it's kind of taken over your life I mean sometimes I can feel really consumed by the media and I decide to just drop it And I drop it and I grab my journal, I pick it up and I write how I feel because it's my escape from reality and it's my safe space where only me and myself and I, you know, I feel comforted, I feel heard and I feel known when I'm writing in my journal because, and I feel the most honest because I'm writing to myself for myself. So that's my idea on internet addiction. And those are my thoughts on you guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I loved this episode. I love talking about anything and everything so please if you want me to talk about something on a podcast and you want me to devote a whole podcast to it because I know some of these things I had to keep it brief you know because sometimes it's hard to talk about a bunch of different things in one little episode but yeah if you guys ever want me to expand on anything I talked about today shoot me a dm send me a text whatever you want however you want to contact me let me know because I would love to devote specific episodes on what you guys specifically want to hear And don't worry, more She Talks episodes are coming your guys' way. I'm so excited for what I have to record. And thanks for being patient with me all the time and just coming back and listening to She Talks and listening to me ramble about anything and everything. But if you guys want to keep up with the She Talks podcast on Instagram, go ahead and follow at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end. 
Or if you want to keep up with She Talks on TikTok, go ahead and follow it at She Talks Podcast. And it has one T at the end. Guys, I did the research. It has one T at the end. <laughs> if you want to keep up with my personal life, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at underscore Ale Hurtado. Or if you want to keep up with my personal life on TikTok too, go ahead and follow me at underscore Ale Hurt. Um, I love talking to you guys. I love interacting with you guys. I love hearing your opinions on She Talks. So please go ahead and keep doing those things. But before I leave you guys today, I want you to know I just appreciate you so much. I appreciate you for coming here and listening. Whether you listen to five minutes of the episode or you're here till the end, I want to thank you so, so much. You all mean so much to me. You are the reason why I love She Talks. You are the reason why I persevere and I keep going. And you're the reason why I will forever continue this podcast and forever continue being authentic and real with you guys because I appreciate you for being authentic and real with me in this time, in this space. And you guys can take my advice. Don't take my advice. Do whatever makes you happy. Just follow your heart and just know that who you are is valid. Your feelings are valid. Your emotions are valid. And just everything about yourself is valid. And doing whatever makes you happy on a daily basis is all that matters in life. So please, please, please just dive into your happiness and you, into your true self, your morals, your values, and really just do what makes you happy. And it's as simple as that. It'll lead you and it'll make you find your purpose, know who you are. It'll make you have those authentic and real experiences on a daily basis. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming and supporting me and my She Talks journey. I love you guys so, so much. And that was this week's episode of She Talks. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.